Hi, I'm Liam, the Project Director of the Equality, Diversity and Inclusion Initiative led by the marketing society Think Equal. Think Equal will initially focus on accelerating gender equality across the Marcoms industry. The initiative aims to help progress the careers of mid and senior management women, helping to accelerate their careers to take more leadership positions, leading brands, agencies and media owners in the UAE and the wider region. Through training, events, mentoring, policy changes, content and much more, we aim to provide tangible activity that will make an impact and a difference now. We'll also be collaborating with other membership groups, event organisers and media to ensure more equal visibility and opportunity to be provided. This morning, we're going to be talking about taking accountability for your own learning, mentoring, juggling, being a mum and progressing into a leadership role. Good morning, Leanne. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, as a quick introduction to myself, um, I am um, currently living in Dubai, heading up a sports and automotive and technology agency, communications and PR agency. Um, I have been in the, the PR and communications industry for, for coming up 13 years now and started my career in the UK, working through various agencies there and then ended up in the Middle East, where, like I said, I head up an agency out here. Um, for these specific um, industries and yeah it's been an absolute whirlwind of a career and I'm excited to chat to you further this morning. Wonderful so automotive and sports Amanda that's quite a male dominant industry right um, what's been your experience with gender equality? Yeah it is it is and, and it's yeah it's a really interesting one I, I kind of um, I took um, as kind of a bit more further background I took um, my PR course um, at university, which was interestingly a room full of women. You could spot the man for a mile off. Um, okay. And then I kind of went um, flying into my PR career and, and without too much direction, ended up in, in, in very kind of sports agencies. And yeah, that completely changed, as you can you know kind of imagine. Like you say, it's a very male-dominated industry. And I found myself um, then kind of in the early days, one of you know, a handful of women in working kind of sports PR. Um, and then as I progressed my career, I ended up in the automotive field. So yeah, two very, very traditionally dominated male, male industries. Um, it's been, it's been interesting. And I think there's been a lot of changes as I've, I've kind of progressed through my career and obviously, um, you know, kind of moved up, up in kind of different positions because, um, yes, it started off as, you know, very male dominated, but actually what I've seen is that there's been a lot of strong, females come into the field and I think you know now it only takes you know even after International Women's Day the other day the other yeah last week there has been so much you know talk around you know women doing incredible things in particular in these industries you know in sport if you look at it on and off the field there is you know so many great case studies of women doing great great things so it's it's yeah it's it's an interesting industry to be in for sure um and it's you know it's it's really kind of been been, been a good learning curve for me as well I think like one of the key things that I've found um, as I've kind of navigated my way, and I, I say this to everyone um, that I meet, any of the young women that I work with, um, find yourself a mentor. That's kind of one key thing to, to try and you know grab hold of. I, I've certainly had that if I if I look back at every point in my career, I've almost had, you know, a male or female, um, somebody who's kind of coached me and guided me and kind of you know helped to push me in the right direction and get me in the room with the right people at, at certain points. And I think that's been you know, something that I, as my experience has been absolutely critical. 
And do you think that's helped you to progress into more of a leadership position by having a mentor? Yeah, abs- yeah absolutely. Absolutely. It's been, um, yeah, it's it, even even now the ones that I've connected with, some of, the, some of the females that I've connected with in my early days when I was only kind of, you know, junior executive, um, finding my first job. And, and like I said, I kind of landed in sport without too much intention. I just liked uh, the industry. I liked what, you know, PR and communications and the opportunities that that, that could bring. And yeah, I definitely found that I ended up naturally swinging towards female leaders that I, I could aspire to. Um, you know, and there's, there's some interesting kind of experiences that I've had where, you know, I'm working on football and, and you know, working with UEFA and, and I've had like a female leader in that place who's really kind of handheld me to, to put me in those positions, which maybe in, in a way I would have stepped back from, you know, kind of questioning whether I had the right say, the right knowledge. But, but you know, having that has, has definitely helped me in many, many ways. So. so you would you say that you you haven't been put off by the fact that it's quite dominated? male dominated no no I think I think quite the opposite I think it's quite it's been quite refreshing to see you know being a female and being a you know a woman in these spaces you know you can stand out and you know you can bring your knowledge you bring your expertise you know sometimes I've had situations where I've definitely had to shout a little bit louder um but you know it's 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 been it's been quite a pleasant experience I think and I think things have certainly changed and developed over the years and I've seen that and even now if I look at um my agency we did we did kind of some content on International Women's Day the other week and almost two-thirds of my agency bearing in mind we're sports and automotive is now female which I think is great and that that is changing yes the industry of PR and Marcoms tends to be a little bit more female centric naturally for for that, for that reason and and like I said from university days 100% it's it's very female dominated but it's quite nice to actually have that that kind of you know the younger um female talent coming from you know the grassroots all the way up as well so yeah it sounds like you've got an agency that's full of passion as well that the females have got that passion and that drive to to accelerate in that industry Aside from mentoring, um, what else do you think needs to happen across the Marcoms industry to help accelerate females into leadership roles? Yeah, I think I think that, like I said, even last week, and, and this shouldn't just be a discussion point around International Women's Day, but obviously it comes to light a lot. Then I think I think you can see evidence of it. You know, it's clearly moving in the right direction. Um, I think the statistic now is like thirty percent of board. Positions are filled with women. That's great. Is it enough? I think we all agree. Certainly not. But you know, that, that's a big advancement on the last couple of years where it was closer to 20 or 15%. So I think that that is, it's happening. But I think the question that we need to kind of ask is why it is, why are we where, where we are? You know, why is, why is that equity not being met and, and made for, for that kind of the, the, the equal roles both sides? Um, and, and that's kind of, I think, the biggest the biggest question, the biggest talking point where we need to really look at, you know, what things are happening in that area. You know, is it is it down to, you know, female leadership skills are perceived in a different way to men? Then if that's the case, then why is that? Is it, you know, purely down to pay and, and, and the kind of disparity in pay? You know, I, I think that's one element, but certainly not all of it. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's all of these qualities and, and um, areas that we need to look at really kind of advancing ourselves in. And I think one of the key things that always comes from any discussion that I have on this topic, and I certainly know from my own experience as well, this is something that I I think a lot about, is that females tend to kind of have this more self-limiting behaviours naturally. I think 
we are born with it somehow, and certainly not everybody, because that, that's 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 too general. But um, you know, we kind of lean into those stereotypes of questioning our own abilities and our own opportunities, therefore, and our own goals, and we think twice of, about whether we can do something. Which you know, I I think we could probably all agree that you know, males maybe don't overanalyze things the same same way that we kind of genetically do as well. And we're kind of, you know, ingrained to look after others, you know, especially if you're a mom like myself, a young mom, I'm constantly, you know, my family have to come first. That's number one. You know, they they rely on me. I've got a one-year-old and a three-year-old, of course. Um, that has to be the number one priority. So you maybe naturally take a little bit of a step back in certain different areas of your life, which, you know, we need the support functions there to be able to allow women to do both as much as possible. And um, so I think things are changing and it's a good positive change, but yeah, there's certainly certainly a lot more that can be done across all. It's interesting that you mentioned these self-limiting behaviours. Now we they do exist, right? You know, there's there's that book How Women Rise, where it identifies twelve different habits that females have that that help that well that stop them from progressing into those leadership roles. Now you are a mum of two, you are in a leadership role. You do want to accelerate your career. Now, how are you doing that? What are you doing to take control of your own progression? Yeah, I think there's I think there's a lot of things. I mean, there's there's a lot of the you know real practical learnings that you can take on, which I think are important in the industry that we're in. We're working in a very innovative, creative communication space that we want to be technically at the front and forefront of everything. So there's there's obviously a lot in that area, but I think the things that are just as critical, if not more so, are these kind of self-learning self around softer skills. So, you know, the one thing that I started really thinking about, you know, as I took this leap from my client side role at, at Volkswagen before and now moving back back over to agency and, and heading up the agency out here in the Middle East, then I had to really start analysing myself as a leader more than I ever had to do in the past. And those skills that, you know, inside me somewhere just needed a little bit of coaching and, and you know, focus to get out. Um, and that, that's where then my attention turned to, OK, what can I do in terms of that, that self-learning and take myself away from the business, you know, regularly and, and with a bit of structure and to really kind of focus on myself. And that's where, yeah, I've been part of, you know, various courses. One in particular has been the Progress With Purpose. Um, which has been absolutely fantastic and, and has kind of, you know, helped me to, 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 to take time on myself and just look at what I'm doing as a leader and how I can progress there as well. It's a really interesting point in what you're saying in terms of your self-awareness and developing yourself and your soft skills. I hate the word soft skills. Personal skills. <laughs> yeah, um, personal skills. Soft skills, <laughs> soft skills, personal skills, same, same, yeah. different. Um, so I find it really interesting that, that we're all in that space where we've got the technical skills and it's actually that self-belief within and, you know, taking part and accountability of your own learning. You know, you've, you've gone on this coaching, it's the group and individual coaching course, right? Um, Progress with Purpose. You've gone on that course to develop yourself further, to be able to, I guess, counter account for the day-to-day -day reactions of your team, of your life and of, of understanding you a bit more. Why did you want to take part in that and how has it helped you? Yeah, I think I think like I said, it was it was, you know, me in my place that I am in my career. So it's kind of, you know, that's sort of middle management 13 years into, you know, experience. I have that background, I have that experience, but 
you know, nobody really teaches you how to be a manager in some respects. And no one actually teaches you, you know, practically in the workplace how to become a leader. And, you know, you do naturally, you, you kind of, you practice your PR skills, you practice your communication skills, and then all of a sudden you get handed a team, you know, it depends obviously which direction and which path you take, but, you know, certainly in an agency environment, there's always a lot of discussion around, you know, these, these positions. And when you do get to that, that role, how, how do you, how do you know how to manage a team? How do you know how to manage, you know, a P&L? How do you know how to take, you know, accountability for staff development and HR issues or HR trainings and, and those sorts of things you have to take on yourself and learn yourself, I think. Um, so that that was kind of what pushed me in that direction when I was looking for, you know, some sort of coaching, you know, where I could look at real life situations and real life scenarios and and have almost a, a little bit of what I had in my early stage of my career around the more practical side, which was having that mentor and that kind of guidance to be able to handhold, you know, with somebody and learn on the journey. And that's that's where I think, you know, sometimes when you get to these more leadership roles, it is a bit lonelier and you're kind of left to your own devices in a, in a lot of other ways. but you know, you need to then start focusing on, you know, exactly that. Like, how do you develop those people's skills or personal skills, as we'll call them, um, to to kind of progress to the next step? Um, so it's and it's one of the most critical points, I think, because you know, especially the industry that we're in, it's all around people. It's all around you know service development, which is rooted in people. So you know, then leadership skills are, are absolutely critical to get right. Absolutely, absolutely. And you've mentioned a few times about mentoring and the importance of that. Now, were you given a mentor or did you go out and find a mentor? No, so so never, it was never really anything that was discussed, I would say, until my, probably until my, the last couple of years where I've, I've really kind of started talking and focusing more on it. I think it, it was one of those things in my early stages where it just happened quite naturally um, and I think I probably honed in naturally on female leaders and, and you know, tried to build that relationship with the right people and, and tried to kind of, you know, be under someone's wing in a way. Um, I think I became a bit more conscious of it when I got into more kind of managerial roles where I realized that actually, you know, I do need that. I need somebody. And, and this is male or female. It's not a case of it, it, you know, should always be a female leader. But I think for me personally, I was honed in that way. And I've got, you know, now a contact books of, of, you know, a couple of definite strong people that I always ask career advice from. And I always go to, you know, to sense check things because they know the industry, they know me, they know where I'm from. You know, they can give some really valid input into, you know, decisions that I'm making that I really value. And I think, yeah, it's, I always I always say to my team now, now that I'm more aware of what I had, is that, you know, that's critical for people to to try and somehow navigate and find. Or sometimes it might literally be just be a bit more bold and just ask, you know, ask somebody, call somebody out in your company that you want to learn from and grow with and ask them to be a mentor to you and actually have that that one on one interaction. You know, calling it out is also not you know a bad thing to try. And I'm sure that person would be quite honoured to do that role. Well, totally no one's nice. going to say no right yeah no one's going to yeah. say no but people want to talk they want to share their experiences but I think as females it's, it's almost having that barrier of the worry of being a burden and the worry that someone's going to say no to us yeah actually, 100%. just ask just ask yeah. have the confidence to yeah call it out yeah. and ask it exactly yeah totally totally if you could give any advice to to someone that wants to get in a leadership role, what advice would you give them? If you could, if you could give them like three three key things, what would you say? Good question. 
I think, um, yeah, I mean, the, the first and foremost would be the mentor one. We've covered that. I think, um, you know, the self-learning and development and and kind of stepping outside of your comfort zone. I think, you know, like I said, as you go through your career, especially in the junior, you know, the, the, the junior positions or the kind of entry level, you know, you're quite guided, you're quite um, supported. And, and it's not until you kind of move up that, you know, you have to take more accountability for yourself and the work that you're doing and, and your direction in your career. So I think, I think, um, yeah, really having that kind of focus and confidence is, is you know, and really look at yourself of, of how you are growing as well. Um, and then I think, I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's all of these things that I'm doing at the minute, which I wish someone had, had told me about years ago is, you know, that self-learning, you, you mentioned the book and that was one of the books that I'm actually reading at the moment. And there's many, many others about so good, you know, isn't it? helping with leadership and helping you navigate hard talk questions and answers, scenarios. You know, there's so, so many resources out there that, that, you know, I do genuinely wish I knew about before. And it hasn't been until the last couple of years when I've really started to hone in on that. And probably because naturally I've needed it more than I needed it in my junior career, but um or my early earlier career. But um yeah, I think I think it's, you know, it's it's really taking accountability for your own learning. And and that can be done from day one. It doesn't have to be something that you have to start doing, you know, as you start stepping into that leadership role. It can be done from the first time that you step into, you know, your your very, very first job after university. Um and, and you know really take a hold of that, which I think you know, even these days now, there's more online, there's more resources, there's more connectability. You know, I have I have two mentors now, one in Australia and one in the US, um, as well as the ones that I've met in my career that I've met through various programs. So, you know, just getting out there and really kind of networking as well is, is just critical. Mm-hmm. It's almost to sum up then. So those, those three things, so mentoring, take accountability for your own learning. Yeah. Get out and network and speak to people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I completely agree with you, actually. I just think that if we do want to progress, yes, there are barriers. I'm not saying barriers don't exist. There are barriers to getting into those leadership positions, whether that be, you know, pregnancy, whether it be um, lack of self-belief, whether it be not wanting to go back to work after having a child, you know, after Mm -hmm. having a child. There's so many things that can be affected, but actually it is saying I want to, progress myself and it's having the confidence to be able to push forward and to do that so yeah. you know I think that's brilliant you know you're clearly a role model you know you've got you've got two children under three <laughs> two children under yeah. three you've two taken jobs. accountability <laughs> two, literally you've taken accountability for your learning you know you've taken part in this six-week course um to be able to progress because you want to right no one else is doing that for you. You're doing that for yourself. Would you say your confidence has increased from doing this course? A hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, it's just been a nice opportunity to to be a bit more open and, and honest with those around you. Like I said, it, or you mentioned it's a, it's a very very small intimate group, so you feel safe to address your fears that maybe you wouldn't with your boss or you know before you're going to an event and you're expected to network and you know get leads for example you know you're in this in this forum you're able to really just connect with the rest of the 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 individuals and and kind of put what your fears are down on table and then when you realize actually when you start talking about it everyone else is in the same boat it's just nobody discusses it 
And by discussing it and being open about it, you can kind of conquer what those fears are and come up with solutions. And then you realize, actually, it's not that bad. Why am I even worrying? <laughs> and, you know, it, it, it is just a nice, it's, a, it's certainly a nice confidence booster, but it's, it's also, you know, on the practical side as well. It just makes you stop, reflect, think, you know, what am I anxious about? What are, what are these kind of, you know, beliefs that I have that means I, I am not able to do that? Of course I'm able to do that. And, you know, you, it allows you just to really break those things down in a safe environment, which I think is is really nice. So you're breaking that glass ceiling? Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you're doing incredible, Amanda. You know, you should be really proud of yourself for, for taking control of, of what you're doing within your career and in your position that you're in now. So you know, it's definitely an inspiration to me and to others that you can do, you can have success in more than one area of your life, whether that be being a mum and, and still success. Um, mm -hmm. in the workplace so you know okay. thank you for taking the time out to speak to me this morning um thank you really appreciate it I wish you all the best with your career I can't wait to see you know where you're where you're going to be growing over the next few months off the back of doing of doing this coaching program and um, yeah really excited to see so thank you um, and to find thank out you. any more details on the think equal initiative then head over to www.marketingsociety.com slash news slash think equal or email think equal at the marketing thank you so much leanne